0: The red is Podcast. everyone what's up hi squeezer hi buddy we uh are out of the halloween season
1: it it feels you know what I, I think five is uh well four and a half or whatever it is four and a tim curry four and a tim curry that
0: was a. Uh... we yeah we packed we packed a lot into the episode yeah i posted uh i couldn't help myself i posted my first christmas picture on Instagram of a Pepsi Game Boy giveaway, and um, <clears throat> I just I was like, is it too early? And it was a mixed bag, but it got uh, like a thousand likes overnight. So people aren't uh, are ready for it.
1: I thought it was rhetorical.
0: No, nah, I mean it kind of it it was. I I mean I know it's like a fucking stupid thing to say. It was and it wasn't. Like I was posting it no matter what, so it was rhetorical. <laughs>
1: Do I know what rhetorical means?
0: Um, But, you know, I also want to know what people thought. So. so, yeah, it's up to 1,300 likes. So people are ready for uh, some Christmas. And I, I reminded everyone, and I'll remind everyone on the podcast right now, that they can go listen last. just last year. You didn't have to go far if you want some Christmas. We did five Christmas episodes last year. Are you shitting me? We sure did. Uh, We and we pull that off. We blew everyone's mind with our five episodes. If you remember correctly. No, I don't. That's the problem. I wouldn't call it a problem, but it was still fun to do. Those. Well,
1: I'm I'm sure it was fun, but like I remember things from roughly uh, fifteen to twenty nine years ago, and. Everything else is kind of blurry. Actually, well, I probably remember more from before I was born than things that happened within the last three to four or five years.
0: Uh, we talked retro Christmas movies. We talked Christmas memories, uh, Christmas junk food, our best Christmas presents, and then we finished it up on the December 23rd with a all-Christmas vacation episode.
1: That's oh, five. we did best Christmas presents. We got to do worst Christmas presents. Oh, uh, that's a good idea. Worst Christmas presents. You have any more gold right now?
0: Okay, squeeze some more out of you? <laughs> what else you got in that?
1: Uh, adorable. Let of me brain? think. I would like to get together and do a catalog episode again.
0: Well, we already just peruse s- scheduled. If my computer wasn't as slow as molasses, and so I did the Mojave upgrade to Catalina. Oh yeah, yay All you Mac users out there, can you? And I'm not, I'm not working with a slow computer here. I got 32 gigs of RAM in this mofo, and it was,
1: speedy as I'll get out on Mojave. Oh, uh, we're probably, we're probably like running at the same speed now. <laughs> yeah, right. I went to
0: uh, uh, Catalina, and oh my God, it's so slow. Like I just opened up my laptop with Mojave, and I got it. So. We're looking what we have planned is O oh, Steer's Wish Book eighty nine. Okay. Christmas Memories three. Uh Christmas cartoon specials. And then exactly one year from the release of Christmas Vacation. We have Christmas Vacation again. This time I think we should do a watch along.
1: Oh, okay okay yeah
0: <clears throat> so we're doing that we got that'll be all right we've got hmm. uh next week we're coming at you with uh, some more retro wWF uh wrestling so uh we're gonna lose a lot of audience on that one I don't I don't believe that sometimes i feel that way
1: maybe you think it's so? not true maybe it's not true i think we get a strong audience with the wrestling as long as it's What what year are we talking? Golden Air and the new generation. Uh, Oh, okay. Well, maybe we start losing people. We start getting into the 90s.
0: No, I, I think people are nostalgic for the new generation. Don't you?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I guess.
0: And, um, then we're coming at you, uh, and of course this is all uh, subject to change uh on uh right at, right before thanksgiving i'm going to be carrying the show when we talk masters of the universe
1: yes i was i was not uh pertinent to the Motu. i was there but I, I wasn't uh
0: that that's the one i feel it could change if like if we get
1: there and you can't figure out enough to pull a show oh, i'm you... i'm sure i can i can I can pull them up because I played with it all that just wasn't mine. Mm-hmm. So,
0: then uh, we got we were giving thanks three, which is our our annual Thanksgiving Day episode. Uh, but I have an I have an idea for eleven twenty. If you can't get it, um, mm-hmm. we're gonna go on YouTube. A lot of people have uploaded uh, Thanksgiving Day parades,
1: and we're gonna pick one and we're gonna oh. we're gonna pick our favorite things from that parade. That could that could be fun. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do a watch along with a full parade.
0: I do, but I don't think rough. I don't think the people want it. Uh so uh then we're well, people
1: don't people don't want to hear the actual professional broadcasters cover a parade either.
0: Yeah. Then people. then we get into our Christmas, which Sears Wish Book eighty nine, Christmas Memories three, uh Christmas cartoon specials two, and Christmas vacation. Christmas cartoon specials two, this will be uh, the second time we've talked about that, the first time was way back three years ago when we started this show, Squeezer.
1: Was it really? Yeah,
0: it, was, it was one of the first Christmas specials we did. We're talking 1986 in January. We only did
1: like three episodes and then we went right into Christmas.
0: Yeah, right. Uh, when do we start? November 16th? We started mid November, yeah. So, I mean, let's just back and look right now. November 4th. <laughs> Okay.
1: Oh, happy anniversary. Yeah, uh, we just Belated anniversary. We're
0: we're, we're two years past our three-year anniversary. November 4th, 2016, we uploaded Episode 1, Batman 89 Action Figures. Then November 15th, Saturday Morning Cartoons. 22nd, Nintendo Memories. And December 1st, WWF Memories. So it's only fitting that we're hitting these anniversaries. Yeah. Then we did... Kenner toy lines, and then in December fifteenth, two thousand sixteen, we hit our Christmas specials, which was Wishbook ninety two mm-hmm. and Christmas cartoon specials of the nineteen eighties. I remember just sitting there paging through that damn catalog with you. So yeah, we only did two Christmas specials in that mm-hmm. month because you know we are we are fresh fresh out of it. Uh, yeah, breakfast cereals, uh, and then you know we are off and running. So you can listen to all of these episodes wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it be iTunes or whatever the fuck the podcast app is now. They keep changing it. Um, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher. And if you
1: only have like a half hour, an hour, an hour and a half, you can listen to those old shows. Yeah. If you want to just get right to the point.
0: Breakfast cereals was, was 41 minutes.
1: How the hell did we even get
0: going? I don't know. That's like that's like our, our opening ramble right now. It's usually yeah. 41 minutes. Uh then uh well the the Christmas shows were kind of long. We did an hour and nine on Wishbook and we did fifty four minutes on Christmas specials.
1: Wow. Was it, that the I think the first time when we hit two hours, we're like, wow, that was very long. Yeah, it it was um and we're like, is it too long? Do people not want to hear that? It was,
0: it wasn't until I think, I, I don't think we hit more than two hours till we we did our first, the longest show we ever did. Yeah. So the first one, fast foods restaurant from our past was the first one we did remotely. Mm-hmm. And that was an hour and 52 minutes.
1: Yeah. That's, that's when what we, happens. And
0: we got a taste for it. Then we, uh, you know, we came back and we did a few in person, but then we started averaging like an hour and a half, two hours. Some came close to three hours. Giving our first giving thanks on November twenty first, two thousand seventeen, was an hour and five minutes. We did our I'm- first classic Christmas music. That was about an hour and change. And our first Christmas memories, which is an hour 31. And then we did one, Die Hard, Gremlins, and Batman Returns. We talked about like three Batman movies. Three, I'm sorry, three Christmas movies that really don't pertain to Christmas. And we did um, an hour nine on that. And then we started, we started throttling up into a longer show. Super Bowl commercials, 58 minutes. We recorded that uh, up in Utica, though.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, we did that in the
0: hotel room, didn't we? Yeah, retro romance. We did live with each other on the <laughs> with each other on the set. Mm. That was fifty six minutes. Then, uh, you know, again, it's just a matter of ones we do remotely, then we start going hour and a half, hour forty five, hour eighteen. Then uh, that's I'm trying to find out the point where we started like just fucking saying rambling on like. <clears throat> Shopping in the eighties and nineties was an hour fifty six. Oh, Saturday morning cartoons part two. Two hours, twenty nine minutes. Mm. I remember that one. That was August twenty third, twenty eighteen. I was going through like old newspapers and just breaking down like Saturday morning cartoon rundowns. Yep. So if you want to hear that, you could go back and listen to it. It's still that's there. when we
1: realized the joy of listing things. Yeah. Listing runtimes of old shows. Yeah. this is the rad years of the rad years.
0: <laughs> that is. Uh, then McDonald's, the episode we did two hours and eight. Um, yeah, but we roughly hour hour forty five is our sweet spot. Retro Winter Break was two twenty six. Nineties grab bag was two fifty four. Dollar store memories. The
1: three hour mark at one point, right? I think that two fifty four was our longest. Yeah, because... Uh, well, don't... I'd like to say we could go for that tonight, and we probably could, but I really don't want to be up until four in the morning.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. And I was also, I mean, it's technically not anymore, but it was Stranger Things Day today. Did you celebrate at all?
1: No, I was too terrified.
0: Terrified? Why were you terrified? Yeah,
1: uh, You made me do
0: something uncomfortable. Oh, well, we can't talk about that here, Squeezer. No. No. I uh <clears throat> it wasn't bad and you did a fantastic job, so Oh
1: thanks. Um You didn't bar. tell me it was gonna be in Europe. <laughs> it it was uh nice na- it
0: was a national broadcast today.
1: Yeah. Yeah. My sister sent me a picture from a sports bar in Manhattan. Really? Yeah.
0: Did she know what you were doing? Nope. Oh.
1: After the fact, but Uh, No, I didn't want her
0: to know I was screwing that up too bad. Yeah, if if you had the NHL network on tonight, at any point, you were watching our wonderful work. And um, we're here to. uh, We're not. We got a few weeks to. I mean, sometimes people go right. I know I posted a Christmas post, but sometimes people go right from Halloween to Christmas, you know. Mm
1: hmm.
0: I feel like you really can't go insane until after Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah, I like breaking the ice now. Get it out there.
0: Yeah, like a little a little taste, a little appetizer, what what have you, is what I put on Instagram. Just because I didn't want to post any more Halloween shit, because I'm sure people are like, all right, I've had
1: my fill. Some people aren't, but... Oh, shit, I gotta get rid of those pumpkins. They're starting to get kind of funky. Yeah, yeah. don't eat them. Well, they're the jack-o'-lanterns. I already, I already had the pumpkin seeds. They were delicious.
0: Yeah, Enchantress had uh, her own uh,
1: roasted pumpkin seeds as well. Um, we went out and bought two additional pumpkins, and I will buy more as the uh, as they go on sale
0: as the season goes. Because there's nothing
1: better than uh, just some roasted pumpkin seeds. <clears throat> so roasted pumpkin seeds in a very, very thick dark beer. No, that's a good time, and various cheeses. Various cheese, but a little behind the curtain. When we were about
0: to start, we were talking about tonight, and then you're like, "I'm gonna go run and get a beer." And I was like, oh, "I'll use the bathroom and do the same." I came back and I'm like, "Hey, you there?" You're like, "Yeah." Oh wait, I forgot a beer. I grabbed cheese, and that's it.
1: I just broke a chunk off a block of cheddar and ate it on my way down the stairs. Cause
0: you you live up to um, your logo stereotype.
1: Yeah, it's not it's not a joke, yeah. folks. There's uh a...
0: he's not flying through the air in a starter jacket with a hunk of cheese for no reason. No.
1: No. It's Literally, I had three or, three or four various forms of cheese since I got home. I sh- so speaking of just the other night
0: uh your various forms of cheese. Oh hold on, wait. Back up. Mm-hmm. Since you've been home, what cheeses have you had?
1: Uh I had some uh Add a little bit of mozzarella, fresh or uh, low moisture packaged. Um, somewhere in between. All right. Not the good stuff. I'm getting the good stuff on Friday. I already scheduled
0: oh, that. Oh, you're in Nazareth.
1: Yeah, so I'm gonna get a couple. I'm taking a cooler with me. Not where Jesus was born, kids. <laughs> no, this Nazareth's is a better. Concept. This is a better place. <laughs> uh, it has cheese. Uh, and then uh, oh, wait, what Jesus, else? Oh, add a fun. nice uh, Vermont sharp cheddar. And okay. then uh, what else? Oh, and Armenian string cheese. Mechillet- and, mechillet- and then uh, uh, a little bit of uh, um, some leftover pizza, like the stuff that stuck to the box.
0: Uh, you weren't home that long.
1: Uh, roughly fifteen minutes.
0: <laughs> That's a lot of cheese. Last uh, Just
1: a little, I, I like to dabble.
0: Last night, I I showed your mom for the first time ever uh, our logo, your cartoon South. She thought it was adorable. I gave her a sticker. She's like, "I've never seen this."
1: Don't be offended. She gets very confused when I try to explain to her. Um. That's like, okay. What we do.
0: I don't think my parents, my dad or my mom know what a podcast is. Yeah.
1: No. She's like, "Oh, that's so nice. You and you do you do this show on TV?" It's like, "No, it's a podcast. We do it on it's like a radio show on the computer. Oh, so it's on the radio. Yeah, yeah, it is. So I, just... <clears throat>
0: I tried to fill her in, and she she kept saying that you won't let her listen because we curse. And, yeah. And uh, I
1: was like, no, I'm I th- think I th- I'm over I'm over that now. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, I've cursed in front of my parents since I was like ten. She, I, I don't know. I like to think she has a strange idea about me.
0: Mm-hmm. I said we. she's not allowed to listen because I pick on her constantly for not letting you watch Pee-wee's Playhouse because of the dog eating the dog food. Did she
1: defend her? She's like, that's not true. No, she didn't. <laughs> she didn't. Oh. No, she's like, oh, yes. It's, yes. It's...
0: So and she really didn't say anything. She's like, oh, that's why. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> so she knows. Uh, so, uh... Yeah. Anyway, we're taking a little a break, and we're gonna give you some shows about uh, off topic, off holiday topic, and you know, just to cleanse the palate. Where your these are your lemon sorbet episodes yes. until we dive right back in.
1: Well, I don't know. <laughs> this isn't a sorbet episode. This is like a. Well, it's yellow. It that's a good, ooh, very good. Yeah, we're talking everything
0: Simpsons. Uh, from episodes to uh, characters to songs to merchandise, anything
1: and everything. We we put that that was our parameters. Uh, I did a lot when when I say I did a lot of research on this. I just watched a lot of episodes.
0: I've been doing. That's, I just my research Simpsons. on Simpsons for uh, thirty years. Yeah, the last thirty years. So, uh, I I've I can't wait till. Tuesday when I won't have to use the very buggy Simpsons world app which I was using to watch and I do like the Simpsons world app because I was watching I watched the episodes and I watched them again with the creator commentary on it and I got a lot of good tidbits for you guys from them oh, including um, I'll tell you about the one episode who the guest star was on I was like blown away but I don't know if that'll hmm. be on uh Disney plus but it gives you a, a thing when you log into the Simpsons world it's like Simpsons will be on Disney Plus without ads and buggy software <laughs> starting.
1: <laughs> I I there I did see a commercial for it during uh, the football game was. the other night. Yeah, football. Yeah, it was um, the Monday
0: night game. Yeah, um, I think it's part of the evil empire that ESPN Praise that said empire. Yes. So they were, uh, it's a good commercial because Bart in a Mickey uniform moons the TV and they, the logo just covers up his little bum hole. hmm So, uh, we, we chose and who went first last week in the Halloween grab bag?
1: Uh, no idea. You do remember. Do you remember what your picks were? No, I just, hang on. Wait, let me look. Oh, no. I emptied my trash. I and think. And I cleared out my carts folder.
0: But my first pick was Halloween Honeycomb, and your first pick was Arthur. I think I went first. Hmm. We didn't have a very Instagramic. You sure? No. Did I? Did you go first?
1: Yeah, I think I went first. I think I led with Arthur. Well, yeah, you did lead with Arthur, but I don't know if you led. Yeah, sh- no, that's what I mean. I think I led the show with. What?
0: Hmm. I mean, we could pull it up for you kids and do that. That makes good for a good
1: podcast.
0: It's Listening yeah, to... No, it, it was... Mm. It, I think yeah, they were just corn... Yeah, they were like corn...
1: I love these parts, too, when I, I, I'm not quite sure if we're yeah. having a show or not. Because I can't <laughs> tell if you're talking to me or you were talking to me last week.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they were almost cap. They were basically Captain Crunch. So they tasted... It. Oh, yeah, yeah. This oh, is oh, me yeah. talking yeah, on cereal. Right. See? I did go first. Oh, Okay. I'll go. I'll go first again this week. I'm ready.
1: No, I'll go. I mean, I'm, I'm as ready as I'm gonna be too. I've been ready for years. All right.
0: Um, Here is Squeezers' first pick.
1: Wait. So I am going first. Yeah. Okay.
0: Here you go. Ready? You're first.
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: Here it is. Well, it was a grueling two weeks, but you have your son back. Ooh. Mom, Dad, I missed you. Oh, mm-hmm. oh my, that's Hans Mom. Can I keep him anyway? Huh? huh? Mm-hmm. 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 Give it a try. It's like kissing a peanut. <laughs> mm-hmm. Are you saying boo or <laughs> I was saying booerns. Well, you're certainly doing your job today, Mr. Sun. Oh, rats. Uh, Excuse me, I'd like to request $17 for a push broom rebristling. bristling
3: Why, it's that delightful TV leprechaun. I'm going to get your lucky charms.
2: Oh, no, my (laughs) brains.
0: Looks like someone did some editing, or did you just happen to find a...
1: No, no, I actually used the uh, software that I use for a living to actually cut things up this time around. See uh, what the Simpsons make you do?
0: All right, well, here's the true test of character. Not character, but it's it just to prove a point in my house that you still haven't fired this up on your expensive iMac at home. Mm. Did you do this on your work computer or your home one?
1: I did this on my home one. No. Yeah.
0: You fired up Adobe on your home computer. Yeah. Was it like, this is the first time opening this app? Are you sure? Uh, It
1: it (laughs) took a little, it took a while to... uh, You know that
0: that warning you get the first time you open an app on a Mac? I
1: I had to locate a a few things that were missing or different folders that I had to dig a little bit deeper to locate files. Um, I had to rework my workspace a little bit so I can find things. Having one monitor kind of sucks, though. Tell you that. Yeah, I have one at home, too. But, yeah, i know but i like the yeah. i'm spoiled now mm. um but yeah um there is no character on the simpsons and i'm always a uh tertiary character kind of guy you any movie any show you know me i like my oddball characters
0: you're well, you're an oddball character yourself I, that's handsome. what i
1: like to think of myself as like just i'm that background character that you know gets a good line in every episode um, there is no one more near and dear to my heart. No one I love from The Simpsons more or longer going all the way back than Hans Molman. <laughs> and you can understand why. And and it all goes back to that last clip, that episode um, from Team Homer, when it, the, the scene is Homer needs money for it to start the bowling team. So he goes to Mr. Burns. Mr. Burns is high on ether. So that's where, and the whole like moment, like there, a whole moment is quotable with uh, the delightful popping fresh. And he just, Mr. Burns thinks he's the Pillsbury doughboy and he's poking him. He gives him the money. Homer comes out, tells everyone, hey, if you need money, go see Burns. He's doped up or dying or something. And that's when Hans Moleman goes in makes his request, gets confused for the Lucky Charms Leprechaun, and has a hole drilled into his brains. And my favorite part about it is, too, again, the brilliance behind it, it being off-camera, of hearing the drill, the drill going into his skull graphically, and then just the nonchalant, oh, no, my brains.
0: Oh, no, my brains.
1: Like, (laughs) it's just... Like so downplayed is what makes it so damn funny. Right. Um. Not the first time or the last time he would be killed in The Simpsons, of course. Um. The, the first time he gets Homer drives him off the road while he's driving Edgar Allan Poe's house, and the truck bursts in flames. <laughs> um. But he's just one of those characters that he he has no real they they. Here and there they started giving him backstory and he kinda got his own episode ish uh later on. Um but he's a nobody in town. Like, yeah, he has a name, but he's just one of those great random supporting characters that you don't want to see. He's great in his use of like the limited lines, you bring him in and you take him out. Like he, he right. is he is the joke in the punchline.
0: I agree with that.
1: And he's adorable. He is adorable.
0: Can we keep him? It's like kissing a peanut.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, when he is reprogrammed to replace Bart. <laughs> um, and of course, let's not forget the uh, he's a brilliant filmmaker uh, with uh, Hans Moman presents man getting hit by football. Um, later, getting his material stolen, ripped off, and being replaced by George C. Scott, which wins, wins an Academy Award. <laughs> um, but he really is just a sad um, but lovable character. But you still, as much as you love him, he, as it's so funny watching him, like, suffer. You You want to see it happen. When he falls down in the movie theater and everyone just gets up and laughs at him, it's... Uh, this is gonna be me just giggling now for, like, two hours, just as we go through this show. Um. Oh,
0: jeez.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, and, well, he's voiced by, uh, Dan Castellaneta. Uh, he's been around, uh, forever. I mean, he, his first one was not Homer's triple bypass. That's when he gets killed by, you know, while driving post-truck, um. But he, uh, what was his initial, uh, I have it here somewhere when he first showed up, when he was just in a drawing. Um... Oh, I got it somewhere. First, The first appearance
0: of Hans Moleman?
1: Yeah, it was actually in just a simple one-off cartoon. Um... God damn it, I had it somewhere. It was in Principal uh... Charming.
0: Mole Man first appeared as a character model for the season two episode, Principal Charming, but he looked so shriveled and unrealistic that someone proclaimed that he looked like a Mole Man. Before this, Mole Man was known as
1: Kindly Old Gent. Yes, Kindly Old Gent, thank you. Yeah, and that was just like in in a, a, yeah, in drawings. He was, um, he didn't really get his, uh, he didn't really like start being flushed out and when I say flushed out, I mean being killed off uh, until a little bit later. And then, re- then it got out of control. He's been killed 35 times on the show. Um, and more and more as it would go on. He really was like... <clears throat> he he was the first Kenny. Y- you have to think that they took some inspiration um, from Hans Molman. And I've also seen on Reddit where people have... A debate that there is multiple Hans Molemans, uh, and that each time he dies, that's a different person that dies. Huh. But it, it, that's Reddit, and... So they're probably right. It's Reddit theory. But yeah, I love that guy. He was, uh, I, I had actual, like, markings on my tapes. Like, I knew which Hans Moleman episodes were, so I can always go and pull, pull a VHS tape, and find my Hans Molman if I needed a fix that's what you had to do back in the day you couldn't just search for it and now there's just so many uh, Like you just go on YouTube and type in Hans Molman and it's just montages of him dying or him suffering um, and who doesn't just love going around saying I was saying Boerns? I was saying Boerns Hans Moleman in the morning I'm not even going to try um, yeah I, I absolutely love this character it's my favorite character of all time uh, that scene of him getting his brains drilled out is my favorite of all time <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. I know it sounds <laughs> no kidding um, yeah I couldn't when when this came up that we were going to do the Simpsons episode that was the first um,
0: yeah I think you're like I call dibs on Hans Mole Man
1: it, sure. that, that scene was the first thing to come to mind like i can't wait to just not that i need an excuse to go through and um watch simpson clips but to just watch that scene over and over again and say i'm doing it for research uh, was fantastic
0: all right well hans Molman, that's our first simpsons clip our simpsons pick here is mine it's actually an episode for my first pick
3: Help, the human's about to escape. Get your paws off me, you dirty ape! He can talk. He can talk, he can talk, he He can can talk, talk, he can can talk, talk, he can talk, he can talk! talk. I
2: can sing! Ooh, help me, Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss, Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss, Dr. Seuss. Dr.
3: Seuss, Dr. Seuss. Oh, Dr. Seuss. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. What's wrong with me? I think you're crazy. Want a second
2: opinion?
3: You're all so lazy. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Oh, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Can I play the piano anymore? Of course
2: you can. Well, I couldn't before.
3: This play has everything.
2: Oh, I love legitimate theater. I hate
3: every ape I see From A to chimpanzee No, you'll never make a monkey out of me Oh my God, I was wrong It was Earth all along You finally made Yes, finally,
0: finally made, made a monkey. Yes, <laughs> so this is from probably one of my top five, maybe top three, almost my top favorite episode of all time. King Size Homer is my favorite.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, maybe Fish Called Wanda is probably my second. I'm sorry, Fish Called Selma. is probably <laughs> my second favorite episode. And it's purely based on... a. Uh, uh Marge's sister Selma, Bouvier, and uh Troy McClure voiced by Phil Hartman. So the showrunners during the Um Well before I before I, I go into the things of this episode, squeezer, I wanna I wanna throw a few uh tidbits from you. hmm The band Fallout Boy. They got their name from the episode Radioactive Man. Mm-hmm. Um, the line saxophone saxophone that was from home sweet home diddly dumb doodly where uh, Marge and Homer lost the kids to the, the, Flanders, uh, Bart sells his soul. Another great episode. Lisa, the vegetarian, you don't win friends with salad. You don't win friends with salad. Uh, tre- the tree horse, a ho- uh, tree horse of horror with nightmare on Elm street groundskeeper Willie. King Size Homer, which I just said was my first favorite episode. Uh, the Simpsons 138th episode spectacular. All these ringing a bell to you. Team Homer, which you just talked about with Hans Molman getting his uh, brains dra- drilled. Mm-hmm. Two Bad Neighbors when George Bush moves next door. Uh, scenes from a class struggle in Springfield where Marge buys this Chanel suit and she's trying to join a country club and she keeps changing it. We just and talked it, about that the other we day, did just talk about it. Uh, Bart the Fink, where uh, uh getting Krusty the Clown's signature exposes uh, Bart, uh, I'm sorry, Krusty, and um, he fakes his death to escape the public eye. <laughs> uh, Lisa, the uh, uh, Iconoclast when um, she tries to say that uh, Jebediah Springfield was not who everyone thinks he was. Uh, The day the violence died, when uh, during a parade for the 75th anniversary of Itchy and Scratchy, Bart meets the original creator who's homeless. Uh, And Bart on the road. I'm Al Gore. (laughs) Another great line. What about twenty-two short films of spring about Springfield? That might be my third favorite episode. What about you, Squeeze?
1: Uh, it's definitely up there. Yeah, it, it. You love that one because it's. It's you like love the cast. You love the, all the supporting characters, and you get everyone. Yeah, it
0: goes through. It's like kind of like a Pulp Fiction going through everything. a Couple stories, mm-hmm. uh, much a poo about nothing. Uh, when uh, the illegal immigrants and who needs a quickie Mar. I do. I do.
1: Um,
0: Homer Palooza with the Smashing Pumpkins, Cypress Hill, Sonic Youth, and Peter Frampton, and then finally one of my other episodes, uh, Summer of Four Foot Two, where they go to the the lake, a little Huaema Squam Set Port, <laughs> and one of the greatest scenes in Simpsons history, where Homer. Wants to buy illegal fireworks and he goes and he buys, give me that quarter rum, box of condoms, panty liners, uh, porno magazine, oh, and some illegal fireworks. <laughs> and Marge looks in the bag and goes, Homer, I don't know what you're planning for the night, but whatever it is, I'm out. Do you know what all these episodes have in common?
1: I forgot where we even started. We are just, I thought we were just listing things because it's the rad <laughs>
0: These are all episodes from season seven, which in my opinion is the greatest season of the Simpsons ever.
1: Hmm.
0: It has like four of my fav- five favorite episodes. Yeah.
1: It. I'd have to, I mean, it's. Hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to say it's definitely in my, in my top three yeah. for sure.
0: Well, a fish called sama's Troy McClure. Uh, he's uh, kind of like a um, washed-up actor. He's he's pulled over for driving his it's uh, what the hell's that Back to the Future car, DeLorean, down the street and crashing into things because he's not wearing his glasses. So he has to go get his eyes checked out, and um, he flirts with Selma to get her to uh, uh, to agree to it. And then his agent is played by. Oh, my God. I actually wrote notes. Squeezer. Hmm. His agent is played by Jeff Goldblum, who's on. If you listen to the commentary of the episode, Jeff Goldblum's on the commentary.
1: No shit. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. He plays uh, MacArthur. MacArthur. Uh, I'm sorry. Parker MacArthur or MacArthur Parker. And he's named after the Richard Harris song from the 60s, MacArthur Park. I butchered mm-hmm. that. Uh they asked Jeff Goldblum to come back and re-record his VO for the show because um, Troy McClure speaks so deliberately and so does Selma. <laughs> so they could, then they could only turn it a 20-minute track to the um, house to be animated. And since both of them were really deliberate actors and they didn't want to cut anything, even though they did have to cut some stuff, they had Jeff come in and re-record his lines and much more upbeat and speedier. So they could leave them in. They they just, they love this idea of doing a whole episode of Troy McClure. Uh, so, and the, the um, he starts dating Selma, but the first place he takes her to is, uh, I think it's called the Pimento Grove. That restaurant.
1: That sounds right. Simpsons,
0: Pimento Grove yes <clears throat> so it's got all those uh, caricatures on the wall and um all of uh uh the the ones that kind of show were guest stars of the show from the past six seasons you can see conan o'brien's in there he was a, a writer and producer and showrunner on the show at one point and then they they show obviously troy McClure's on the cat door Uh, so the Pimento Grove restaurant, that's a, I thought that was a, f- a funny part. Um, then, uh, we get into, um, the whole, the whole scene of it and, uh, she, they start dating and they're are We find out that this is probably my favorite thing from the episode. Troy McClure is living in, uh, the chemosphere of uh, Springfield. Uh, I've I've been to the chemo. I haven't been inside it because I don't think they give tours. But we drove up to the Chemosphere in um, Los Angeles, the actual one that they modeled this after.
1: Oh, really? And it is
0: pretty cool to see. Uh, you could get to it. You could see it off Mulholland. It's over in the Valley um, <clears throat> side of the Hollywood Hills. So of course Troy McClure would live in the Chemosphere, and uh, they have it like kind of dilapidated. And then you know Selma moves her bets in. She's like. That's all right, dear. There's plenty of room for Jub-Jub. You know, he's got a line about Jub-Jub in there. And I think the writer said they wanted to include Selma because she's been married so many times. So it would it'd fit the storyline to have Troy McClure marry her. Uh, I love, like, they're watching the Muppets movie at the beginning. <laughs> and, and he takes her and he proposes to her at that Muppets movie. And he says the same exact lines he says to Selma as he's proposing to <laughs> Miss Piggy in the background. <laughs> it's it's just... There's so many classic lines in um, of the episode. It's it's really one of the greatest ones. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, uh, any more stuff. Well, of course, then it gets into the best part of the episode. The uh, Planet of the Apes musical with the song Dr. Zaius. So apparently... The songs were composed by Alf Clausen, and he's he did the music after Danny Elfman did the original uh, uh, score. But he was a copyist on the original Planet of the Apes film. Uh, Josh, yeah, Josh Weinstein never saw the movie, and he pitched in the writers' room. "Rock Me, Dr. Zayus," based off the rock song "Rock Me Amadeus," and they turned into this this full, um, uh, corny vaudeville song. And the line from chimpanzee to chimpanzee came, came from David Cohen. And, uh, it's probably one of the best jokes ever in a Simpson. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: I hate every Ape <laughs> um, uh, so the rumor and, uh, not just rumors, what they said in the, 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 uh, commentary that the, the planet of the apes parody, like was so popular in the writer's room, uh, Bill Oakley described it as one of those rare bursts of creative brilliance. A lot of things that people remember and love on the Simpsons were horrible late night grinds. Um, but this was just a magic visit from the joke fairy. Uh, which is, it's funny to see. It's just, it's so well done. And I, I think we talked about it. it was like, I could soon. <clears throat> um, but everyone loved working with, uh, uh, Phil for the Troy McClure, Phil Hartman. Um, and it's it's seriously, and and I thought one of the funniest things in the episode was the underlying unsavory sexual preference, uh, <laughs> fish fetish of um, uh, Troy McClure that they really didn't go into, but they kind of like played off, kind of like Richard Gere and the the hamster, which I still un- don't understand what it is.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it, it's it's the that's the brilliance of that, and you know, at I didn't get it at all. Way back, like, when yeah, when we watched it. it, we didn't understand like what they're talking about. It's assuming
0: he like. has sex with fish or something like that. Yeah. he's like, It's too weird. And she, she goes, Are you gay? Oh, honey, please, if only. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, you see at the end, he stars in the contrabulous fab traption of Professor Horatio Huffnagel, one of those old timey, like, 50s, 60s British movies. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think it's it's a brilliant movie. Uh, it's got Jeff Goldblum in it, and if you, if you could still log in the Simpsons World before, or I hope they have the commentaries on uh, Disney Plus, that would be awesome. We're to the commentary because Jeff Goldblum just—he's—you could tell what a fan he is of the Simpsons just by listening to the commentary. It's really mm-hmm. really pretty cool. Um, all right, there's my thoughts on a fish called Selma Squeezer. Here are your next clips and pick.
2: To start, press any key. Where's the any key? I see esc, cataral, and pick up. There doesn't seem to be any any key. Whew. All this computer hacking is making me thirsty. I think I'll order a tab. Oh, no time for that now. The computer's starting.
1: <laughs> oh, I pulled that one just for you. Love that one. And And the fact that that was all you would hear. When you were on my old computer back in the day. So, back in the mid-90s, when you had PCs, they were pretty lame. When you got Um, that
0: Sound Blaster card that could play clutch audio.
1: Yeah. So, um, you had to spruce up a little bit, because it's just these dull files and folders and uh, little beeps and, I don't know, what's another word for Beeps and blips and whatever. You're talking um, Windows too, right? Yeah, Windows. And then you realize, like, oh, you can customize this. So all I would do, and when we first got the internet, and there really was nothing more that you could do with it, um, was to go and just download Simpson clips and pictures and and little thumbnails and, like, little GIF files and uh wave files and i would take all those and cut them down and edit them and basically re-theme my computer and it was just a simpsons machine Uh every every everything that you did every time you'd open up a folder or every mail alert or uh every alarm was a different sound or quote from the simpsons it's true yeah every 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 uh, uh, every folder, every uh, thumbnail, every uh, every like application, everything was replaced with a picture of a Simpson character.
0: This was um, also South Park was also getting large at this point, so a lot of people use South Park. Mm-hmm. Of course, these are all the sounds emitting from your computer room. Is that even a thing anymore? Do people have computer rooms?
1: Uh, well, ours was set up in the living room.
0: Oh, it was. Uh,
1: and yeah, we had a large computer desk, um, rather large computer desk set up, and the, we we put an addition on, so we had a big empty bare wall there, and it was the perfect spot. for Did you it.
0: call it a, the computer room?
1: No, it was. We called it the addition.
0: Ah, every time. See, we or had the, a. Oh,
1: he's in the addition. I think you can call it the living room or something. Yeah
0: we had what's called a bi-level so there's no mm-hmm. um, basement but our steps took you to a landing you went you had to go upstairs and it took you to the middle of the house like you know what I, you know what i mean the mm-hmm. door the door was not at yep. the bottom so you come to a landing and you either go downstairs which is that floor level or, or to, the, to the second floor and uh downstairs and to the left we had my dad took the garage and he halved it off and one half was his junk the other half was the computer room when all growing up we had a computer room like i'll be down in the computer room and all my friends had a computer room i don't every room and you have a computer in your fucking pocket now (laughs)
1: A thousand, a million times more powerful.
0: Right. So than, I, I just, um, I just think, I just thought of that now. I'm like, I don't think people have computer rooms anymore.
1: No. Well, people don't have, yeah. People don't have computers anymore. It's a, um.
0: Well, they do, but it's a lot. It's, like,
1: it's a, like a laptop or. A, yeah. Like the desktop computer
0: is like a dying thing. I would, I think.
1: Oh, The computer yeah, itself is probably. You, you heard me on the phone earlier today. <laughs> yeah. Trying to
0: does your grandpa have a computer room
1: uh well it's in he did he did now that he's in uh he's in a retirement home now so it's in his like apartment in in one room if you will but it's a whole setup and it's this massive tower um but the printer died finally so my mom and stepdad got him a new printer but it needed new drivers um but it's not hooked up to the internet anymore. So they were going to take his whole computer, pack it up, drive it back to their house, hook it up, download it. I'm like, well, just put the drivers in the thumb drive and take it over. So they did that, and then the drivers didn't work because it didn't recognize that version of Windows, which I guess it was a like the very first basic version of Vista.
0: Who needs to print anymore?
1: He makes cards. Oh, okay. Oh, it's yeah, Christmas! He, li- he likes to make cards, like <clears throat> birthday cards and shit, and, uh, and he'll uh, well take it, take his pictures, and then use like the software that comes with like in the box with the greeting cards and stuff.
0: I was just uh, thinking,
1: but they were they were so mad, they were pissed at me because the drive it didn't come with a disc with the drivers to install on the printer. No. or to install in the computer for the printer I'm like well should have been most ahead of computers that. <clears throat> a lot of, most computers don't even have a disk drive nope. and they're like well that's just dumb like well most computers are on the internet so well
0: I, what I'm trying to say is you, there's you can't say a computer room anymore or office with a computer because almost every room in our house like an apple TV or a a fire stick or a roku that's a fucking computer hooked up to your television yeah running software um the fucking thermostat's a computer. That that the uh, Amazon Echo with the Alexa or or the the HomePod—that's a fucking computer running a software, an operating system. Um, your PlayStation Four is a really powerful computer. The Xbox, a powerful computer. Switch. Your well, your iPhone, your iPad. Every room in your house has multiple, if not, a computer. Mm-hmm. But when we were kids we had a single a computer com- a computer in one the, room
1: the the next closest thing would be like a, the a programmable vcr
0: but that wasn't even that the programmable vcr wasn't even a computer that was just a um no a simple no. Uh, uh um a simple um uh, uh, electronic switch yeah so when the clock hit the time the switch would tell it to start recording like there was no operating system on it.
1: No, that's what I'm saying. There's nothing else. It was that. That was the only thing that functioned like that.
0: Maybe you can say like the NES, you know, or like the Atari or anything, but yeah,
1: like but you without, could just
0: like on on the current like. But without place...
1: them, without the cartridge, it was without it having that specific. Uh, software to recreate, you know. Yeah, but it's the a,
0: gameplay. It's, it's, it's a computer running software, so.
1: Yeah. But
0: but the funny thing is our Nintendo was in our computer room. So <laughs> So was our Commodore 64 in the computer room. All the computers in the Kelly house all had to be in the computer room, in the computer room. Put that computer. Um
1: in. and and I'm sure it was loud as hell.
0: Uh, yeah, because it was filled with and my dad's just, radios, and just cranking around. Yeah, um, ham radios and scanners and all sorts of walkie talkies. Oh, so
1: much radiation just bouncing around <laughs> in that room.
0: Brought to you by Radio Shack.
1: <laughs> but yeah, every time, every time my computer would boot up after this episode, uh, it would like, where's the, the any key? Yeah, well, as as, as soon as uh, Windows would load. I, it would play. Uh, no time for that now. The computer's starting. And then yeah, every every uh, every single action, and and there were a lot of them. It's like that weren't even programmed to make a sound.
0: I hate. But now could. that all modern Macs, it says control on the key instead of guitar. All.
1: I know. What's the fun in that? And I know. Big up. Um yeah, I would just assign sounds to things that didn't even have a default hmm. sound effect. It was just... It, it was impossible to get anything done without being irritated with <laughs> my mother.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, man, that's good. All right, uh, are we ready to move on to my next bit? Mm-hmm. All right, here we go.
2: I hope you realize that playing with guns is an obvious cover for your male inadequacies. Yeah, well... Why would anyone play with doll? Why would anyone play with you? 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 Why would anyone play with any of you? Beats us, but Burger King's got them. The Simpsons <coughs> for three forty-nine each
3: when you buy new mini muffins or any size fries. To give you the Simpsons for virtually peanuts, sometimes you gotta break the rules.
0: We've talked about these Simpsons dolls before. Uh, I, I had Homer, and they, uh, came out in 1991 and they had that commercial to go with it. And they had like a little, their tag was on like, um around their wrist on a, on a, like a, a cloth rubber band. Homer had the bowling bag. Lisa had the saxophone. Bart had the skateboard. I forgot what Marge had, but uh, Maggie had the um teddy bear, but you could, these were 3.9. And then they were in um, bins at KB toy store for like a buck liquidated but you they're they were so uh prolific you can get them now for like under you get the whole set for like under 20 bucks mint on ebay
1: yeah i got them i never had a new one like i said i always had them from yard sales they were pretty gross oh yeah
0: yard sales a plenty uh they were pretty much uh everywhere and uh, uh but burger king had a la- long standing relationship with the simpsons that uh, and they put out a lot of cool stuff so uh oh marge was the purse marge had the purse so it was the meet the simpsons plush dolls with the plastic heads were first and then they had the call of the simpsons were like the outdoor camping simpsons figures those plastic ones they add
1: mm-hmm. they're similar to like the beetlejuice ones like they're just solid. yeah they're the
0: solid plastic with the hole at the bottom for the air to come out they seemed like bathtub toys to us as kids I have those I have some of those Beetlejuice ones in package right like like three feet from me right now. Oh,
1: did you get that in that like mystery box? What do you mean? You got like a mystery box of Happy Meal toys and like Burger King toys? Oh like...
0: no 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 no. I have that downstairs. I gotta I, I never I never got any of that. Like there's Burger King toys are rare in all of those. Surprisingly. Hmm. It's mainly Happy Meal toys and occasionally there's like wendy's there was occasional other things but i never the burger king was rare um but i had a lot we we went to Burger King a lot my parents liked it so then they had like the simpsons wheelie toys and it was like like the ones that you pull back and they run you know the the car Mm -hmm. things Mm -hmm. that was 92 98 they had wind-ups that were exclusive to Europe that I always like was jealous. Once the eBay started coming around, and these were on. They were expensive at first, but I think they're pretty cheap now. Um, then they had uh, like uh, the Global Fan Fest promotion and e- e- UK too, which had like non-family characters, and that was always a big deal. So those always went pretty big on eBay. But then um, the set that is like the most UK and Brazil exclusive that I I'm pissed off the most. They had the king size Homer in 2001 uh and these are oh, that's awesome these are like a dime a dozen you can get these pretty pretty cheap but then in america we started to get the tree house of horror ones in 2001 they had the spooky light up it was 15 different guys uh the biggest set ever it was Krusty as a vampire groundskeeper willie as a grim reaper lisa as a trick-or-treater a uh, millhouse and his um uh, radioactive man costume. Uh, Ned from I Know What You Did Last Summer when he gets ran over by Homer. Mm-hmm. Marge is a witch. Maggie's, Maggie and Bart is trick-or-treaters. Bar- Barney's a mummy. Grandpa's a vampire. Mister Dr. Hibbert's a grave digger. Homer's a zombie. Skinner's a zombie. A poo's a pumpkin. And uh, Mr. Burns, a mad scientist. And um, they're all like in scenes you would see, you know, like in, from scenes of, of, uh, of uh, Treehouse of Horror, and then uh, they did Creepy Classics a year later, uh, and they had some of like the like that Kang. They had Homer as like the King Kong. Um, they had Werewolf Ned, they had an Evil Scientist um, uh, Doctor Hibbert. Uh, really cool figures. You can find all these on ebay They're everywhere on eBay. Then they did the Talking Watches in two thousand two. Uh, four watches, and they they play the catchphrases. Uh, of course, Maggie didn't have one. Yeah, I didn't. You had to pay for them, right?
1: Yes, those were pay yeah. pay for things. Yeah, I didn't get them. Then um, in two thousand eleven, perfectly good chicken nugget I could have gotten there. Chicken tender, tender. Sorry. Then you know I wasn't getting chicken tenders. I was getting a couple extra Whopper Juniors. Well, does it does not matter? I'm not here to the judge. Then in, uh,
0: they did more Treehouse of Horror toys in 2011, and this was one of the, like, the coolest ones. They had, like, Homer from, like, the future that only appears on screen for, like, a few seconds, but it's it's just fucking cool. They had Inside Out, uh, Itchy. They had Comic Book Man as The Collector. (laughs) Need you in mint condition. Uh, so very cool, uh toys then uh they did the we can be heroes which had um cupcake kid fallout boy clobber girl pie man who's homer no, stretch dude was Bart again and uh, uh radioactive man um which is as cool the fallout boy one from millhouse was super awesome uh then uh they did like a christmas special one winter wonderland in 2013 uh, and that's where the, uh, who's little, hel- <laughs> Santa's little helper. Um, and uh, the the s- starfish onesie for Maggie was, was made in this one. Hmm. I always love that one. Then the last one I remember them doing is the back to school in two thousand fifteen, mostly because of the protractor of Ralph Wiggum with his arm as the 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 measurement tool, which is so cool.
1: Oh, that's awesome.
0: Yeah. Uh. So yeah, Simpsons and Burger King and it all started like two thousand fifteen, that was just four years ago. You could have got these. But we were like eight years old, seven, eight years old when the first Simpsons
1: toys ever hit Burger King. That's impressive that they're still like It's a you run. Know, still going like that. And the like, hell that, of a relationship. That kind of relationship. Yeah. That the the big golden arches of uh
0: well, they're not family-friendly enough, I guess, for McDonald's. Tomorrow, the by the way... Batman
1: Returns t- t- really t- fucked t- up t- that bad. Oh, yeah, well, no, today. Today is
0: the day where you could go get the, the retro toys.
1: Yeah, you know how many adults you can be walking out with just armfuls of Happy Meals.
0: Yeah, I was thinking of going, but I have most of the originals of the ones I want, so... Yeah. Unless I, I get... Might,
1: I might get one just to, you know, for the sake of it and to... A little squeezette at her first Happy Meal uh, just last week. Warmed my heart. Yeah, but you can't
0: even get, like, a good Happy Meal anymore. You have to get, No, like, no,
1: she was eating apples. Yeah, like, right, you have to get
0: that? apples and milk. Yeah. Like, I want fries, like, a burger or chicken nuggets and, and uh, like, like uh, at least... I want
1: a... fries, a burger, and chicken nuggets and a
0: milkshake. Yeah. So, you know, I don't think I'm going to go. I don't know. Uh, if I, if we if if we have time we could go tomorrow. Oh, you you have plans already tomorrow, so I will have to go myself. Yeah, sorry. Uh,
1: no, maybe we can go right, we'll <laughs> second go. lunch. Right. Second lunch, yeah. Mm. Second lunch sounds good.
0: Okay, here it's is. It's gonna rain. You're next. And then
1: we'll go to Popeyes and get spicy chicken
0: sandwich. There you go. Here's your
2: next pet.
1: I hate this place. Why am
2: I here? You are on a quest for knowledge. Who said that? Uh, Fear not, Homer. I am your spirit guide. you? There is a lesson you must learn. If it's about laying off the insanity peppers, I'm way ahead of you. No, I speak of a deeper wisdom. The problem, Homer, is that the mind is always chattering away with a thousand thoughts at once. Yeah, that's me, all right. Clarity is the path to inner peace. What should I do? Should I meditate? Should I get rid of all my possessions? Are you kidding? (laughs) If anything, you should get more possessions. You don't even have a computer. You know, I have been meaning to take a spiritual journey. And I would... would, (laughs) Hey!
1: Hang it off!
2: Sorry. (laughs) I am a coyote.
1: Uh, So... Simpsons has been known for their uh, guest appearances and guest voices. Uh, and, and, I mean, this episode alone is just its fantastic. It's damn good. It's just a, uh, I'm going to try. Ready? Mm-hmm. Now, Vaje misterioso de Nuestro Homer. Yes. Was that pretty close? Yes, the Strange uh, the Mysterious and Mysterious Voyager, Mysterious Voyager Homer. Voyager Homer yeah. Yes. Um, and this is... Uh, This is with the chili cook-off. Again, so many just great lines, and Homer doing his little sissy dance about missing the chili cook-off. He's got his chili boots. He's got his spoon that he carved from a bigger spoon. Um, And this also is the episode of, like, the high point of Ralph's intelligence um, when he stops Homer from drinking a candle. And pointing out that he will get waxed in his mouth. I mean, that's about as you know intelligent as he can possibly get. I mean, like all all the characters in The Simpsons, they start out just a little bit better, and then by like season nine, everyone's can comp- pretty much completely become grossly incompetent. Um, and we'll get into that down the road here too. Uh, eating the Guatemalan insanity pepper um, raised. Um, by the inmates of Insane Asylum in quetzalcoatl mm-hmm. Um Homer is able to down all these peppers after he covers his mouth in wax, and he goes on, basically, uh, a peyote trip uh, and ends up at the top of a pyramid after kicking a tortoise and uh, meeting uh, his uh, space coyote, Space Coyote, yes. Uh, and it, it's ending the episode with just in your face Space Coyote uh, again because it, it ends it has such a like a sweet connotation in, in the end, even though it ends with uh, everyone dancing to short shorts in the middle of a boat wreck. Look at those hot um, pants. Uh, but yeah, then just in your face Space Coyote. The Space Coyote, however, though, played by the great late Johnny Cash. Um, and this this is what I love about The Simpsons. The uh, when it came the bringing in special guests, I liked when they did it, and I liked when they did it in this way. Like he so seamlessly just falls into that role. Yeah. Um, and I guess it was actually uh, they they wanted one of the Highwaymen, and they ended up going with Johnny Cash, and I think he was definitely. He was the pick to go with. Uh, he, he plays it so well. He had fun with the character. Um, and uh, what I think is, like, they, I didn't like, especially more recently, like, I, I was, I'm okay with celebrity guest appearances. And it works, if it, if it fits into the episode. And especially, like, Homer Palooza, it's a given. You know, you're going to have all those bands on. Um but then when it's just kind of like random, like I like how they the, made fun
0: of Peter Frampton.
1: Oh, when they make fun of Peter Frampton's just the best. Fr- Peter Frampton is kind of a bitch.
0: <laughs> I know that from working with him. He makes great music, but kind of a bitch, <laughs> a
1: whiny bitch. Well, but they don't—they don't just introduce themselves. You know, it's like they do.
0: Yeah, they do. Well, and they Homer do. Palooza, yeah, they do.
1: Well, no, but they they do... But it's like but they're
0: making fun of that. They're Pat.
1: making fun of, of that. And it's like Billy Corgan smashing pumpkins. Homer Simpson smiling politely. Um, It's great. It's not like as they went on, almost like it felt like a parody of itself. It's like, oh, hello, I'm Britney Spears. Hello, Britney Spears. And then they just kind of move on. You know, um, I, I liked when they if you had if you had someone playing a guest role as themselves um i'm cool with it if it if it works and it's smooth and it's almost like if they're a character like in the show like when mark hamill would play himself he's still playing like a parody of mark hamill especially he was
0: signing luke skywalker autographs and he had yeah, to get bodyguarded out of the get out of the I, way nerds by homer
1: i love that episode that's my top 10, top 25. There is like 50 episodes in my top five. So. <laughs> um, and then, you know, of course, Luke be a Jedi tonight. And I, I think you have ones that are like one offs. I think like the king of them all, though, is Kelsey Grammer as Sideshow Bob, of course. I, I almost consider, think of him I as like a, him a cast guest. member.
0: Yeah, I consider him a cast member.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I agree with that. Um, but remember, like, Glenn Close played Homer's mom. You know, it it wasn't like, and, and Patrick Stewart as number one, I think, is possibly my favorite. But you don't, you don't think of them as like, oh, that's, that's Patrick Stewart, or that's, um... Stonecutters? Glenn, oh yeah, from the Stonecutters, or Glenn Close. Like, they were just, they, they were, came in to play a role as if they were another actor, or, or as they were an actor in just any of their other gigs. Uh, and that, that's when I, I, I like them at their best. And, like, the Johnny Cash thing, that I thought was... thought you could count um, Alec Baldwin and... Uh, oh, that's fantastic. When And Ron Howard and... Ron Howard and... Kim uh, Basinger. The, and, Kim Basinger. Oh, what was I thinking? John Waters. Oh, was, yeah. I Z- just... I just... Zap. I just zap. I just watched that one last night. I, ju- I just watched it the whole way through because I watched... Um, I'm you- pretty sure, because I went and I went and watched uh, The Mysterious Voyage of Homer, and I think... Uh, I think this one, uh, Homer's Phobia, I think is right after that or in line with it. Um, and I-, I went and I just watched <coughs> that one uh, straight through. And it's funny, too, when Homer... When he's explained to Homer... Why he has all the toys and like don't don't you love the artwork on this box? Yeah, He like just me. doesn't get it. And I'm like, oh my god, this is us. Yeah, like, um, it's camp. It's, it's catchy. Camp. Yeah. Uh, I forgot. Yeah, John Waters was absolutely slayed it in that. I
0: think um. You could put Joe Montana in there too. It's Fat Tony. Oh, that's right. And uh, of course, Phil Hartman.
1: Mhm,
0: and uh, John Lovitz probably too.
1: Oh yeah, well it, that's the weird thing because I almost feel like in the same thing as like uh like sideshow Bob, like even though he was a one off, like I I don't know I I feel like because I like I kind of put the he played critic... many
0: characters. He played he played Marge's, uh acting coach and oh, her that's right. presentation yeah. of uh um. Uh, a a streetcar named Desire.
1: I forgot about that.
0: Yeah, he's he's in um. He's in a few episodes of The Simpsons. Okay. Oh, and let's
1: not forget Danny DeVito.
0: Danny DeVito, he's only in one Her-
1: episode. Yeah, he played uh, Herb. Yeah, he played the brother. Um, the, oh, the and let let's not leave out um your your favorite um. Child um abuser. Uh, well, uh, Michael Jackson.
0: He, oh allegedly. yeah, he
1: played Michael Jackson and uh, He played and that that is that's the brilliance of that Lisa. episode. No, but uh, John well, He didn't sing that. John Lovitz He didn't I I don't know. What's
0: that? I'm talking I'm talking about John Lovitz still. He played Arnie, the marge's boyfriend. Oh, he's already zip. Already zip. That's it. Yeah. Oh, that's
1: right. Shit. How can you forget that?
0: I suck. No, you don't suck. I'm just sorry. Um but well, But so... yeah,
1: Michael Jackson playing Michael Jackson. Um but yeah, I guess he didn't actually si- he he did the voiceover, he wrote the song, um, but he didn't sing it because contractually he wasn't allowed to. Oh yeah. That yeah. Makes sense. Uh but he wasn't even credited as Michael Jackson. He was just a fan of the show and I think that's where a lot of these people are. They're a fan of the show, and they just want to be a part of it.
0: Happy birthday, Lisa, when he's walking away. Mm-hmm. That's so great. Uh, yeah, there was a, a – I consider a lot of those uh, many-timers as, as, like, John Lovitz, Phil Hartman,
1: Oh, uh, Albert Grandma, Brooks.
0: Al, Al Brooks. Yeah, Al Brooks is, you are Lisa Simpson. And uh, Mr. Scorpion.
1: Yes, Thank you, Mr. Scorpion. It's Scorpio, but... Don't ever call me Mr. Scorpion. It's Scorpio. Don't call me that neither. Call me Hank! Uh, I... Damn it, that's such a good episode. I was trying to figure out how it could work that one in, too, but I'll just go back and watch it anyway and giggle. If the you can, Denver if you Broncos!
0: Uh you just don't understand, Marge. I think that's a perfectly good team, though. <laughs> football hits him in the back of the head <laughs> do you have a dream Homer? I bet you have a dream yeah it's kind of silly what is it Homer? Uh, one day I hope to own the Dallas Cowboys and I bet a lot of people laughed at you when you ain't told them that dream yeah
1: that's a great fucking dream. Uh, hammock district and uh yeah. a baseball district. A secretariat yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, know, I didn't get that either as, at first like, mm. I didn't know what secretariat no. was mm. um Tom Landry's hat.
0: <laughs> that's only for rich so and so's mental management types. I'm one of those. If Tom Landry's oh, okay. hat doesn't motivate you, what will? Listen, Can next week on the read years when we say lions from the Simpsons.
1: <laughs> Hang on, it's got it. A... Tom Landry's hat for sale. I'm gonna buy your Tom Landry's hat. Oh for me. Oh, yeah. for you, you're middle management now. Hmm, I do man. have a fedora.
0: I'm upper management. It's the tie between uh, King of the Hill and Simpsons, Tom Landry.
1: All right, I'm going to have to start wearing a fedora. You would look good in a fedora. I have one. Why don't you wear it? Ah, uh, my head's too fat now. Um, You're a beautiful, handsome boy. Yeah. Well. They do have a Tom Landry Funko. Co. Of course they have a Tom Landry Funko. Everyone has a... I can't actually find Tom Landry's said hat. Hmm. I don't think it's for... I don't think it's $14, though, so...
0: There was... To the dry cleaning, best wishes, Tom to <laughs> Berman's dry cleaning. Best wishes, Tom Landry. Tom Landry's hat. Right next to a Super Bowl trophy. That's one of the best mm-hmm. parts. Um all right. Are you ready for my next pick? Oh yeah. Here we go.
2: Catapult. Did you see this, Bernice? It... Oh, my. Deadline, Springfield. With Prohibition back and forth, sobriety's peaceful slumber was shattered by its noisy neighbor, the Speakeasy glad you're finally back in business no yeah that was a scary couple of hours the suppliers of the illegal booze gangsters running truckloads of smuggle hooch on the way from shelbyville and John law was helpless
3: you didn't see nothing <laughs> I don't know why people are always bad-mouthing the Mafia <laughs>
2: Turn on the all wiggum charm. <laughs> oh boy, that sounded bad. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa! Ow! Hey, I was watching that. And I was sitting there. Rex Banner, I'm running this department now. Wiggum, you're out. Suspended indefinitely. Huh? tuck in that shirt get those shoes shined take that badge out of your mouth you're police officers well what are you waiting for somebody to kiss you goodbye well
1: no no no, no I guess no.
0: Not. oh man Homer versus the 18th amendment classic episode Rex Banner is based on um what's his name from fucking uh the uh, Caddyshack 2 Robert Stack. Uh, that's where we all know him from, the Untouchables show
1: on. You mean Elliot Ness?
0: Well, yeah, but Robert Stack. Oh, yes. On the Untouchables, he was uh Unsolved Mysteries too for everyone yelling at me through their fucking phone and stereo <laughs> right now. Caddyshack 2 is also a great movie. So. I don't want to hear it.
1: I all of Robert Stack's work, you. Can you check, too? It's
0: great fucking picture. Mrs. esterhouse
1: Mr. Sanderson. You blew up my Rolls Royce! Uh, you could have gone with, like, Uncommon Valor.
0: Uncommon Valor! That stars Randall Tex Cobb.
1: Randall Tex Cobb, yes. And a very young Patrick Swayze.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, Dave Thomas, um... Great fucking job doing Rex Banner. Uh, That's a guest star for you right there. One of the McKenzie brothers. Um, Joe Montana, of course, is Fat Tony, and then St. Patrick's Day, of course, the Irish ruin everything. I keep saying, of course, 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 of course. course, course. Uh, and uh, Bart gets drunk, and what do you think of the children? They they find that there's old an old prohibition uh on the on the books, so they outlaw uh, well, alcohol and once the police rex banner shuts down the mob homer becomes a bootlegger and it's actually like his like most brilliant brilliant uh i don't know it's like a shining moment even like marge yeah. is proud of him
1: Th- that's the best part like how like lisa's like flabbergasted that marge would even like support it but it's, like, that's
0: kind of taking a stand from like, yeah, this is a stupid law, and he's you know, yeah, he's, alcohol shouldn't be illegal. Eighteenth Amendment is the worst amendment in the United States Constitution. There's no amendments that like legalize slavery, right? Because that's probably the worst.
1: Uh, no, no, just there's uh, one that
0: out bans it. Out bans it, yeah. Yeah, that's the best. But the Eighteenth Amendment is
1: <laughs> well. But, what What about the one that reinstated? You know, that got rid of Prohibition and abolished the 18th Amendment.
0: The abolishment? I'm yeah. all for it. What was okay.
1: that? Uh, I'm going to say 20-something or I don't know. I'm not a constitutional scholar. I took a government 21st Amendment. There you go. Look at that. Yeah, that's See, why everyone says... Like, like three amendments later, like, oh, we fucked up.
0: That's why they call that bar Roosevelt's 21st. Well,
1: that makes sense. I thought it was because it was on 21st Street, but it's not anywhere near 21st Street. You called it. And I thought they just didn't bother to try.
0: No, presidential nominee Franklin Delano Roosevelt called to repeal the 18th Amendment in his platform. 21st Amendment repealed the 18th Amendment in 1933, making the 18th Amendment the only amendment of the Constitution ever to be repealed in its entirety.
1: Yeah, it was a bad idea. They really didn't think it out too much.
0: No, I didn't. You know one of the last states to ratify the, the amendment?
1: Uh, was Pennsylvania?
0: Surprisingly, yeah. Yeah. Pennsylvania, it was Well, works... yeah, because
1: we were probably making too much money on it ourselves.
0: Yeah, well, Yingling State. was huge, yeah. Um, New Jersey was the last, even three years after uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, but... Connecticut and Rhode Island rejected it wholeheartedly, Squeezer.
1: Ah, oh, well, good for. All right, first of all, so Rhode Island shouldn't even count, and yeah, Connecticut shouldn't get a. No, no
0: you're not. A fan they shouldn't of Connecticut, really get a vote. I'm, I'm, a, I'm pro Connecticut, Eric. Unlike Squeezer.
1: Look, your roads are very nice, and your rest stops are fantastic. <laughs> I don't know. All I, all I know is you, you took all of. All of daytime TV uh, from all those beautiful studio locations throughout Manhattan and took them up and and put them in your town. What other kind of abandoned vacant building are you going to have a bunch of people sit around and eat cold pizza in before they get (laughs) crammed into a studio while people, like, you know, pour their hearts out and yell at each other for having affairs?
0: Could I just say how much getting rid of alcohol ruins the world? The homicide rate increased from 6 per 100,000 population in pre-Prohibition era to 10 per 100,000 in 1933. The rising trend was reversed by the repeal of Prohibition in 1933, and the rate continued to decline through the 1930s. Overall, crime rose 24%, including assault, battery, and theft and burglary during Prohibition. And bottomed that once you they repealed it. So Homer wow, was on to Solid numbers. Yeah. Um, what well, my it is
1: the cause of end solution to.
0: Well, you, don't ruin my bit. What I'm talking about the show.
1: Yeah,
0: and that's the last line in the show from Homer. No shit. And you 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 ruined it. I was gonna get there.
1: Well, you should, I, I got a phone. Say hey, <laughs> don't say this.
0: It's all right. Uh, one of my favorite lines, though, before, aside from the line you just ruined, was when the bowling mm-hmm. ball comes in. Who ordered the? The the <laughs> bootleg mint, the bathtub mint julep, and it's these these fancy like Kentucky uh, uh, Colonel Sanders Cor- looking guy Colonel Sanders looking guys like here <laughs> and he pours it out of a bong ball bathtub mint that, julep. Is,
1: it's such a convoluted system.
0: Um, yeah, the liquor clouds over uh, Evergreen Terrace.
1: Yeah,
0: they still can't figure out who the beer baron is, and then like the catapult, and then like the. Uh, deus ex machina like oh there's more parchment (laughs) it was repealed five minutes later (laughs) and then mayor quimby uh bear baron uh how quickly can you supply the town with alcohol and he tells him he's retired and fat tony uh is uh, says give me a five minutes or something give me five minutes or something i can't do it fat tony and that's when homer Salutes his undying love of alcohol by saying to alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems, to which there is a loud cheer. This uh, episode was censored in England and Ireland because of the scene where the Irish mob blows up the British chip shop called John Bull's Fish and Chips when they're getting drunk during the St. Patrick's Day parade.
1: Yeah, I could see that hitting pretty close to home. (laughs) Yeah,
0: right. Northern Ireland, uh, the uh, IRA would do just that a lot. <clears throat> um, all right, that's uh, that's Homer versus Twenty First Twenty First Amendment. Here is your next pick.
3: Move for a bad court thingy. You mean a mistrial? Yeah, that's why you're the judge and I'm the law talking guy. The lawyer. Right. Care to join me in a belt of scotch? It's 9.30 in the morning. Yeah, but I haven't slept in days. Last chance. Oh, yeah. Simpson, this is the most blatant case of fraudulent advertising since my suit against the film The Neverending Story. Mr. Simpson, I was just going through your garbage and I couldn't help overhearing that you need a babysitter. Of course, being a highly skilled attorney, my fee is $175 an hour. We
2: pay $8 for the night, and you can take two popsicles out of the freezer. Three. Two. Okay, two. And I get to keep this old birdcage. Done. Still got it.
3: Hi, I'm Troy McClure. You may remember me from such nature films as Earwigs, Ooh And Man vs. Nature, The Road to Victory. In all the animal kingdom, no mother is more devoted than the blue jay. Valuing her eggs above even her own life, the mother bird bravely fights off such fearsome predators as the badger and the mongoose. Of course, one thing mother blue jay can't defend against is a set of steel tongs. Eggs. Precious eggs. If they're to survive, they require the gentle warmth and tender love that only a mother can provide. Or better yet, a 75
1: watt bulb. <laughs> um, so we talked about him already on the, you know, the show before, and how many times in other Simpsons episodes are just at random. But how damn good was Phil Hartman on this show?
0: Oh man, don't listen, Billy. They do they eat you just as quick as they could. <laughs> you can't seriously. Uh, expect me to eat this tripe swallow this tripe
1: um that's my favorite one out of all of them actually
0: butchering about. the simpsons on the rad years podcast
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just glad you called yourself that <sighs> um so between Troy McClure and Lionel Hutz two of the greatest uh secondary characters supporting characters I would say on the show and dearly missed. Uh, There there was definitely something that they brought to each and they had their own little way of doing it. Um, And what was cool about Troy McClure was with the exception of a fish called Selma, where you talked about it, uh, most of his stuff, and that was season seven. So like he didn't interact really with the Simpsons or even like the rest of Springfield at all like he was like that one-off joke kind of like hans Molman would be that was confined to the tv it was it was they well he was with... mr hollywood he was yeah and it was a great little way to get a, a random joke in that wouldn't fit anywhere else within the show and just the way they would write for him and the way he would deliver it um his, his psa's um are my absolute favorite and just the way, as the show went on more and more, how he just got grossly incompetent in, in doing the shows. And then in doing the episode, the 138th episode of Spectacular and uh, the spin spinoff showcase, like hosting Nose, um, and doing it fairly poorly, uh, made him even more endearing. With yeah. the exception of, uh, oh, what was the one where he, t- was it um, The Foundation Repair? What, give me more context. Uh, Homer tried to do some repair work on the house. So we had a, a DIY tape, and it was Troy McClure um, doing foundation repair. And it was so technical and over the top and so specific, like he actually knew what he was talking about, which made the joke even better. And then Homer just couldn't keep up with it. I think I found it. The half-assed
2: approach to foundation repair.
3: Hello, I'm Troy McClure. You might remember me from such instructional videos as mothballing your battleship. (laughs) And dig your own grave and save. (laughs) Now, over the next six hours, I'll be taking you through the do's and do not do's of foundation repair. Ready? Ready. First, patch the cracks in the slab using a latex patching compound in a patching trowel.
2: Hand me my patching trowel, boy. Hmm.
3: Now... Do you have extruded polyvinyl foam insulation? No. Good. Assemble the aluminum J channel using self furring screws. Install. What do I do After in case? After applying Kate? brushable coating to the panels. <laughs> Wait a minute. You'll need some <laughs> corrosion-resistant metal stucco lath. Wait a minute. If you can't find metal stucco lath, uh huh. Use carbon fiber stucco lath.
2: Oh. <laughs> now
3: barge the lath. Hmm. Now. Do you have extruded polyvinyl foam insulation? Oh, uh, I think no. it's repeating good.
1: itself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was so good. Um, and then, let's not forget also, Lionel Hutz. Uh, it, it's hard to pick who... I don't know, I don't want to pick fair. It's like picking your own, you know, your favorite child. Troy McClure is the, the favorite. You gotta go with Troy? Yeah, it's gotta be. I, I just, like... Uh, yeah, it, it's just It's fun with Lionel Hutz though Because he interacts with the Simpsons more he does. And you get to see him with Homer And I, I think Like you see him He goes completely dumb And incompetent by the end His character falls just as, He parallels Homer In, in the fall Of uh, gross incompetence To the end where he is Like you know arguing over uh or bartering over a birdcage and two popsicles uh he was actually a decent lawyer well he starts off literally as an ambulance chaser when bart gets hit by a car and he chases the ambulance to the hospital and uh tries to represent bart in suing mr burns uh and then the smoking monkey um but him in the courtroom and what what was it uh margin chains was that the episode which one? Uh, where he? It was basically uh, him in the courtroom for, like, an entire third of the show. Uh, yes, Lionel one. Hearts, where he, yes.
0: Where... Marge gets arrested for shoplifting. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. We're, uh... <laughs> well, he's had it in for me ever since I kind of ran over his dog. <laughs> well, replaced the word kind of with repeatedly <laughs> and the word dog with son. <laughs> I think I think this is when like he hits his high point. Um, go back and watch if you can just if you want your Lionel Hutz fill, just go back and watch that episode. And uh, there's so many of his lines. Troy McClure is in that episode from. too. What's that?
0: Troy McClure is in that episode too.
1: In Margin Chains. Yeah. Wow. So he was pulling double duty He's in that one. Getting, I'm getting double duty. Um. Sadly, we all know what happened to Phil. We discussed that on the show too, and I think the best tribute they could have done for him, and uh, for those characters in their legacy, was to just stop using them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as much as it sucks, that's what it, they it would have done. Them disservice to carry on.
0: That's what they do with every single character. If if the I, I mean on a show that's been this long, like you'd be like, what do you mean every single character? Like it couldn't couldn't be like. That many characters. It is quite a f- Mrs. Krabappel's past. Mm-hmm. She's not even on the show anymore. The show's outlived a lot of actors. Unfortunately, uh, Phil has got went way too early with his yeah. The situation he was in, but um, if only. That's probably when the show started going downhill too. I would I would say.
1: Well, I don't want to completely attribute to that, but he he got i'm gonna say season through season nine and then i think there was one like little leftover soundbite that they had recorded for him uh that might have aired in season 10 um but yeah so two major supporting characters if that's a thing i would say like just i mean every supporting character everyone has their um but it's such a uh, ensemble cast of a show you know, outside the Simpson family, that that's so many, it's it's not all about them. The, the jokes are spread all about, and right. Lionel Hudson, Troy McClure, right. uh, got a ton of them. And from season two through season nine, um, from voicing those no two characters, you can... Hey, to chimpanzee. Yeah, and he's got a fantastic musical number, too. Yeah. All
0: right. Um, here is my next pick. Uh, rope? Nope. It's This one. Here it is.
2: To prove that this metal O is harmless, I will personally eat one. See, there's nothing. God, go! Uh, yeah! Oh, boy! This thing is shredding my insides! A uh, crusty. That wasn't the metal one, that was a regular crusty O. It's poison.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's poison. <laughs> I'm talking about actual Simpsons cereals, uh, not crustios with metal crustios. So in 2002, uh, Homer, uh, Kellogg's re- released two cereals Homer's Cinnamon Donut Cereal and uh, Bart's uh, uh, Peanut Butter Chocolate Crunch. So let's start with Homer's Cinnamon Donut Cereal, and I'll talk about a little bit of history. Of donut cereal. Uh, in 81, before we were born, they released, uh, Ralston released Dinky Donut Cereal, which had a glaze fav- flavor. And then a few years after that, maybe like a year or months after that, uh, General Mills had their powdered donuts with a Z cereal and the chocolate flavored donuts with a Z. I don't remember any of these cereals. I don't have a donut cereal till 1988 when they had Dunkin' Donuts cereal. That was from Ralston. They had glaze and chocolate. I'm assuming the glaze was the same flavor as Dinky Donuts. Fast forward to the 2000s where we had the, the uh, sprinkled donut cereal from Captain Crunch and, of course, the Kellogg Donut Shop cereal from two years ago, which was the pink donuts and the chocolate donuts that weren't that good. But then last year's amazing Hostess powdered donut cereal, which I still love to this day.
1: You just light up when you get to talk about cereal.
0: I do. Uh, but in 2002, there was the Homer uh, cinnamon donut cereal and I love this cereal. it was actually pretty good it was like cinnamon toast crunch on these like uh cereal pieces and I love the back of the box because it had like the Springfield shopper front newspaper page and this was in 2002 no one had smartphones so we'd sit and read the back of of a uh, uh cereal box when we were eating cereal and there's tons of stuff on there there's like stories and tons of easter eggs and games and shit uh it was a great box uh, then there was the Bart Simpson's peanut butter chocolate crunch, which you can still get cause it was peanut butter chocolate, uh, corn pops, which just were re-released. Uh, and it was, these, both series were limited edition, so they were never meant to stay around for long. And on the back of the, the box of this one, it had, a, it had a picture of the Simpson's fridge with a bunch of magnets and letters and report cards and games on there. There was still like a, tons of stuff to read and entertain yourself with. Like a year or two after that, the Kellogg's in the U.K. put out exclusive cereals that weren't here. Uh, Bart Simpson's No Problemos and his Eat My Short cereal. The No Problemos were like O's in these chocolate cookies with outlines of Simpsons characters on them. And the Eat My Short cereal were like cinnamon shorts. <laughs> so uh, I, I, this was 2002. There was a Simpsons cereal from Kellogg's. Either bring the, the donuts back or repackage your chocolate peanut butter um, corn pops for the Bart Simpson ones. Because, I mean, of course, uh, in, in 2002, after 10 years of Bart Simpson uh, Butterfinger commercials, we're going to associate peanut butter and chocolate with Bart Simpson, right? Oh. Like hmm. Bart Simpson made Butterfinger what it is. I, I it's I'm, true. I'm 100% behind that. Butterfinger I, brand.
1: I love a Butterfinger, but I probably wouldn't like Butterfinger if I no, didn't. No, no
0: one fucking when even I did when... ever tried a Butterfinger until Bart Simpson told us to. The crispity, crunchy, peanut buttery Butterfinger. Yes, mm-hmm. that's Bart Simpson. So, of course, colleagues would be like, oh, let's make this chocolate peanut butter cereal. Bart Simpson, chocolate peanut butter crunch. I could go for a Butterfinger right now. I could always go for a Butterfinger. Um, then that's my uh, fourth pick. So let's go to
1: your fifth and last pick. It's squeezer. Time for a song.
3: Now, now, I know a little secret that will make the job go twice as fast.
2: If there's a task that must be done, don't turn your tail and run. Don't pout, don't sob. Just do a half assed job. If at every corner, it is really not so bad. Everybody does it, even Mom and Dad. If nobody sees it, then nobody gets mad. It's the American way. A policeman on the beat needs some time to rest his feet. Fighting crime is not my cup of tea. And the clerk who runs the store can charge a little more for meat. For meat. And milk. And milk. From 1984. more time for play it's the
0: American Way. How, how disgustingly true is that song
1: <laughs> I know uh, and this was uh, shit season eight so like 25 years ago.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, everyone on our staff must have heard this song. <laughs> Took it to heart. Took it to heart.
1: Ah, oh, that's not nice, Jake. Mainly. Hurt. Yeah. All right. Well, I—I I mean, I am guilty of myself just throwing a couch over my fence in my neighbor's yard. <laughs> um. So this is a the song "Cut Every Corner" from the episode "Simpson Califragilis- fragilistic Expiable chess. this is where Marge's hair was falling out, right? Yeah, Marge's hair is falling out, and so they bring in a nanny, and it's uh, Sherry Bobbins, and it's clearly a Mary Poppins ripoff. They have a whole bunch of songs, um, <clears throat> a whole bunch of songs, in this episode ending with uh, "Just the Way We Are," in which uh, she initially makes them better, and then they revert back to always, and then break her, and she gives up on them. Um, Leading to her flying away And look, I will admit There are even better songs In The Simpsons uh, playbook But uh, I picked this one in particular Because the ending of this episode Is one of my favorites of all time Uh, It's this clip here
2: Goodbye, Sherry Bobbins Thanks for everything So long, Superman Do you think we'll ever see her again? I'm sure we will, honey I'm sure
1: we will (laughs) <laughs> Don't you go see a jet engine, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I, so I laughed throughout this whole episode. I remember when I saw it, even saw it the first time, and then just losing it as she got sucked into the jet engine um, at that last moment, as Homer's saying, oh, I'm sure we will. Um, it's a very fitting ending to... It, it's a very Simpsons way. You take the, the best person in the show like she had she was just a good warm-hearted person that wanted to help people and just like uh everyone else they they suffer meanwhile homer and everyone else gets to go on and live their lives
0: the frank grimes
1: paradox that's the fence yes exactly um there's so many great songs um that either were used or originals or parodies in this case. Um, do you have any in particular that stand out? I mean, of course. There
0: was a song we that just, used to play on. Dr. Zaius. Yeah, there was a song that used to play on the KB uh, one of the KB Muzak tapes. It was like, when I was 17, I had my very, I, very first, first
1: beer. First beer. <laughs> I had my very first beer I purchased with, with a fake, fake ID. ID. My name was, was Brian, Brian McGee. McGee um oh that was uh that was duffless yes maybe um yes I'm looking at it now uh my uh, my personal favorite uh if you take out um the sherry Bobbins and the her getting sucked into the jet engine gives hold that on. one Here so much is. more credibility uh we already hold on, hold on. He oh. might get some great times on oh, the planet. I was 17,
2: I drank some very good beer, I drank some very good beer, I purchased with a fake ID, my name was Brian McKee, I stayed up listening to Queen, when I was 17.
0: Yes, that was on, that, believe it or not, was on the KB
1: Muzak tape. <laughs> it makes no sense. No. Um, but I would say my, my favorite would be uh, Who Needs the Quickie Mart. Who Needs the Quickie Mart? Oh, we saying that earlier, right? Yeah. Yeah. I do. Yeah, that might be one of, one of my favorites. That, and I mean, so many great uh, The Monorail song. Yeah. Um, and, again, Luke, be a Jedi tonight is great. I believe last year I was going to go with See My Vest, but I think we played See My Vest see, on last year's. Whether Igloo, Heart, or lean-to, or a geodesic Dope, there's as we no go. Structure
2: I have been to which I'd rather call my home. Hello! Ah! When I first arrived, you were all such church, but now I've come to love your quirks. Maggie with her eyes so bright. Marge with hair by Frank Lloyd Wright. Lisa can philosophize. a adept at spinning lies. Homer's oh, a delightful fella. Sorry about the salmonella. <laughs> That's okay. Who ah! <coughs> needs the quickie mart? Now here's the tricky part. Oh, won't you rhyme with me? Who needs the Quickie Mart? Their floors are sticky-mart. They made that sticky-mart. Let's hurl a brickie-mart. The Quickie Mart is real dope! Who needs the Quickie Mart?
1: Not me. Forget
2: the Quickie Mart. Goodbye to Quickie Mart. Who needs
1: the Quickie Mart? Not me. (sighs)
2: Everything really wrapped up nicely. (laughs) Much quicker than usual. I guess we learned that happiness is wherever you find it. And we've all found happiness. Every one of us. (laughs) Hey, what's that sound? (laughs) (laughs) Who needs that quickie mark? I do. Hey, he's not happy at all. He lied to us through song.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a great one. Oh, man. But yeah, so many... I've uh, got
1: loafers made from gophers. <laughs> great song. Yeah. But yeah, there's some... I mean, God, I, I can't comprehend... Like, just, first of all, writing a song... But writing a, f- a funny song.
0: I'm checking in. He's checking in.
1: <laughs> uh, and then and then the songs that are meant to be bad songs that are even 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 better. Like, can I borrow a feeling? Can I borrow a feeling? Oh, my demo tape. Oh, my uh... demo. The
0: hook. The hook is so great. I. I'm playing, can I borrow borrow a feeling for all of our listeners out there? This is Kirk Van Houten. Can I borrow a feeling? Yes, you can. Here it is. Uh,
2: Hi, everybody. Uh, Hi. And hit it. (laughs) Can I borrow a feeling? Could you lend me a jar of love? Hurting hearts need some healing. Take my hand with your glove of love. How about it, Luanne? Will you marry me again? Oh, no. Oh, well. Uh, Can I have my shirts back at least? <laughs> okay, you heard the lady. Why don't you take it outside, all <laughs> right?
0: Uh, can I, I borrow a fee? <laughs> I got dry. to try.
1: Great Kirk Van Outen. masterpiece. Mm hmm. All right, we can move on. Otherwise, we're just going to play every song that was ever on a Simpsons episode ever. That's true. Here it's is. Not a bad thing.
0: My last pick.
2: All right. Mm, I'll have the baby guts. Lady, you disgust me. Mom, that's feel. Uh You sure she'll have fun here? Oh, of course. Babies love the ballroom.
0: So, of course, this is a clip from when... The Simpsons visit Itchy and Scratchy Land, but I am not talking about Itchy and Scratchy Land, Squeezer. I am talking about Springfield, uh, specifically Springfield in Universal Theme Park in Orlando, Florida. Do you know of this?
1: I know of it, yeah.
0: Uh, Enchantress and I visited for the first time last year during Halloween Horror Nights. You could still go in many of the parks. It's It's pretty cool. Uh, in 2007, they closed down Back to the Future, the ride, and they built a Simpsons ride. And then they started building um, Simpsons, like the Springfield town area around it. They, they put the Quickie Mart uh, merchandise shop, and um, you could even get squishies there, like 7 Eleven Slurpees. Ooh. Uh, then they um, made their, like, Fast Food Boulevard, which has like the Krusty Burger, the Moe's Tavern, the Flying Dutchman, Cletus's Chicken Shack, Flaming Moe's, Lisa's Tea House, a Horror, and Luigi's Pizza. Then they opened Lard Lad Donuts, Duff Gardens, and Bubble Me Man's Taco Truck. Uh, uh, we went into um, Mo's and had some Duff when we were down there because it was one of the quickest places to get beer.
1: Mm. What what is duff? Or is do they actually make like a duff or is it just something with a label slapped on it?
0: No, it's brewed down there. Duff beer.
1: I mean pretty much anyone can make a beer now, so
0: yeah. Yeah, it was it was kind of a weedish beer. Um it should be a Pilsner, I would think. Oh, I would think so.
1: Yeah. Or maybe
0: a lager. So In the United States, um, Universal. So, what kind of beers? Okay. So, it's brewed by the Florida Beer Company based in Melbourne, Florida. Um, That's in Australia. Here it is. Taste-wise, Duff is most comparable to Heineken.
1: Of course you liked
0: it. Duff Flight to Miller Lite, Duff Dry to Guinness, and all three are sold exclusively at Universal Studios. Hmm. So, there you go. You could also get a Flaming Moe there. What's a Flaming Moe? Um, it's a orange soda, I think. <laughs> oh, okay. Universal, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I just wanted to talk about how cool it was. If you ever get a chance to go down there and just see the Spring, Springfield uh, exhibit, there's like uh, they have like uh, statues of the characters. They have a, a phone inside Moe's which you pick it rings and you pick up and it's got Bart like pulling pranks. Aww. Yeah. Um there's a like a police car with a Wiggum statue. The Lard Lad Donuts is really cool. There's just so much cool stuff if you're a Simpsons fan. Uh, and get down there and see. And you don't have to see Disney shit. So it's a win-win in my... <laughs> even though Simpsons technically now is Disney shit.
1: Yeah, how does that work out? Are they just, that's just the broadcast rights, I guess.
0: Yeah. and No, they own everything. They own Simpsons. Huh. But a lot of theme park rights, like he, Spider-Man in at
1: Disney World. He's at Universal.
0: Because... Uh, no People one... that
1: are much smarter than us signed a bunch of papers. No, not much smarter, but pretending to be much smarter pretending
0: uh but yeah that was a uh two hours almost on so let me see what we went so far
1: Oh, like stay with the theme of the show
0: yeah we're at 157 (laughs) listing stuff when when you played that clip from king size homer and he's listing keys i'm like oh homer would be great (laughs) listing the Radiers. listing keys on your keyboard with homer rk and squeezer
1: i'd have homer as a guest star oh yeah uh i wouldn't i'll be replaced by homer any day no
0: i i'd figure out you replace me and you guys would uh
1: discuss. no there that it wouldn't work it would just be mumbo jumbo babbling there'd be no structure whatsoever
0: so kind of like the rat years now we we fair fair enough we kind of mumbo jumbo babble <laughs> <laughs> at least i do give some structure um, we'll be back next week with more radiers. Until then, uh, we have a few, like a handful. I think I have like six hats left. If you like the Ninja Turtle pudding pies hats, go on and get one. They are fifteen dollars shipped. That means for fifteen dollars, it could be on your beautiful head. There's radiers pudding pad, a pudding turtle turtle pudding pie pins for ten dollars. It makes it great holiday gift because the holidays are coming up and I throw in pack-ins there so when you get a gift for someone else I give you a little tiny gift for yourself just for being a fan of the rad years and um, don't forget to uh, like and review us on iTunes if you haven't it really helps our standings Uh, when I was forcing you guys to do it for free pins we really shot up the rankings on we charted pretty high we charted in the, the, the low 300s, almost high 200s uh, for comedy podcasts. So the more you do that, it does help. That's that's the proofs in the pudding. Um, and if you have any questions, email Squeezer at Squeezer at com or me at RK at com. And we'll talk to you next week. I'm yeah. RK.
1: I'm Squeezer.
0: You guys have a great day.